This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey, what's happening? This is TC Carson, and you are listening to ACMG's Talk Time Live. And this is Kratos. Keep listening. This week, I check out the latest and possibly the most ambitious game from the makers of Bastion and Transistor as I review Hades. Also, fans weigh in on the new and improved look at Marvel's Spider-Man remaster for the PlayStation 5. Lastly, we got breaking news on the latest addition to the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate series. All this and more as ACMG presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. and welcome back to another episode of select start i am your host xavier josiah folks we got some breaking news to start it off we're going to hold off on the spider-man news which is everybody is talking about right now but nintendo just released the reveal of the latest addition to the super smash brothers ultimate series this is season three and it is none other than the characters from minecraft minecraft is officially been anointed in to the smash brothers universe and you know what while for me, I'm a little bit whelmed with this, as Robin from Young Justice would say. I do understand why they did this, and it makes sense. And dare I say, it's well-deserved from a successful standpoint. It makes all the sense in the world. Now, if you talk about Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, it's a game that celebrates the success of gamer game characters and game franchises in the gaming history. Why not Minecraft being there? I mean, it may not be for me, but there's a huge Minecraft fan base out there that is, especially kids, who are jumping for joy right now. Now, look, there's more excitement for this than the news of of the Spider-Man remastered right now. So uh, kudos to Nintendo for it. And this is the great part about it. It's like you get to season three pass or you could get it all separate. So you don't necessarily have to get that character if you're not a fan of it or if you're not down with it. I do tell you this, I do like the stage more than the characters because the characters, if you play Minecraft, if you saw Minecraft, you know, if you're into visual art, you're, it's not the most appealing look in the world, but it makes sense. Whatever, what, what successful things they did, it's in there, which is crazy because it's like, they gave Minecraft some love, but Shovel Knight is not in there not at least entirely he's a he's a bit character i would i would argue that shovel knight should have been in there as an actual playable character respectfully and i think because he's only like a a uh assist character in the game i forgot what they call it he's you know they have him in other games he's like all over the place in other games and other like smash melee uh copycats if you will but yeah shovel knight should have been in this game as a playable character uh he that franchise yacht club games absolutely deserves to have that character as a playable character and i knew fans would absolutely want to see it uh now granted i say this but i also believe that minecraft has possibly made a ton of cash from um more than um than that did that's why possibly why that has happened but nonetheless kudos to the minecraft community uh community this is a reason to bring that community into this game so great job on nintendo overall on that one so folks let's get down to the real big news that came about this week uh just yesterday this thing is just this thing lit up social media insanely because if you're a fan of the 2018 beloved games uh game called spider-man marvel spider-man i should say for the ps4 exclusively and loved everything about it from the story to the character design to everything even the models itself you was you would be shocked to find out the reveal 
of the new remastered game that's coming to the PlayStation 5. And here are my thoughts on the new look for of Peter Parker on Spider-Man uh, remastered for the PS5. So basically, Insomniac Games recently released a shocking new trailer revealing the new look to the game, which included some ray tracing, which is becoming the big thing. It's I mean, it's it's a thing. I mean, ray tracing, for those who don't know, it's a form of technology that allows uh, lighting and shadowing to take effect in a realistic way. Um, So if you're like if you saw the footage of Spider-Man at a on a building that's mirrored with a reflection you get to see the full reflection now um you know you you see actual realistic reflections and lighting coming from these games so you get to see a little bit more and ray tracing has now been added to this game that's great but also it's like it's a bell and a whistle at best um i mean like if they didn't say anything about ray tracing, which now this is a term that a lot of people are using because it's the cool, pretentious term to use now. But, uh, you know, just just to be in the know. But if you played the game before, it, that was far from your mind. You know, that that's that's the thing that's like, OK, yeah, I mean, the game still looked really good in the beginning. I didn't care about any ray tracing. It didn't stick out of my mind about the fact that you don't see reflections totally or whatever. Or the, I thought the lighting and shadow in the original was great uh, for what it for what it did, but they wanted to touch it up. So, I mean, kudos to them on that. But what really, really tore people is when we discovered that the new look of Peter Parker has been altered dramatically. I mean, and when I say dramatically, it's a it's in a whole new domestically new look of Peter Parker. Uh, this version uses the likeness of now ben, um, of uh, model Ben Jordan, who appears to be even younger than the original. At least if you saw if you see the actual picture of Ben Jordan, in some ways he looks more like Flash Thompson than uh, a Peter Parker. If you saw the actual like real life picture of who Ben Jordan looks like in real life and how they graphed him, uh, it, it's it's bad because when they grafted him into the game, he looks even younger. Like it's funny because of the lighting in the game that's beaming in his face, you don't see any shadowy features or anything like you did with the original one, and. He kind of looks like Jonathan Taylor Thomas at this point. He looks like the Jonathan Taylor Thomas when he was on Home Improvement, you know, and I may be aging myself to some of the listeners right now, but that's what he looks like right now. So, um, yeah, it, 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 it it's a lot of people are a little bit upset right now and rightfully so. Um, this I mean, Ben Jordan, no disrespect to Ben Jordan, but like what the other guy did, uh, his look was just it embodied the peter parker presence and this one just does not and maybe it's because they graft him to look young and he looks at like a pasty faced you know guy he, he doesn't look like a geek and that, that was the one thing like peter parker looked like somebody who wasn't the most popular person in the world and that's how he was always embodied but as he gradually grew up and you know in the years he became a well a more respected and liked guy and that's what the look of the original Peter Parker was. Um, this guy, you know, this new version compared to the original has him looking like he looks like a junior in high school compared to the original, um, more mature Peter Parker that had, you know, him looking like he was in his early 20s, which was respectfully so. I mean, it, it was it wasn't trying to replicate what they were doing with uh homecoming and and uh what tom holland has done they were trying to do their own thing much like marvel avengers was trying to do which you you gotta ask it's like fans were crapping on the fact that marvel avengers didn't exactly you know look like the characters from the movie yet we love spider-man from the ps4 which didn't look anything like the movie. I don't. I don't understand that. But you know, people just want to. Some people just their complaints aren't warranted at times. But I digress. Uh, his new look compared to the original, uh, which was uh, by model uh, John uh, Bubniak, if I'm correct, if that's how I'm pronouncing it properly. Hopefully, I'm, I'm probably butchering it. It lacks any form of trial and tribulation uh, or experience 
as the original one. Like it, it really did. It really did embody the Peter Parker presence to me. Uh, the way that I've seen him on movies, the way I've read him in comics, it just it had that look. And it, you really, in the end, also it did kind of look a little bit like Yuri Longthaw to some extent too. I mean, I know Yuri didn't graph it. You know, he they didn't use his face, but. In some cases, it did look they, there was some similarities between Yuri Longthal, who is the voice of Spider-Man, and uh, Sasuke Uchiha from Naruto as well. And it, 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 I don't know, I don't know. Um, they did explain the developers did put out a, a blog entry on PlayStation's blog site uh, explaining the new details for the remastered and why this happened. And apparently, they explained that they had to make these changes because the PlayStation 4 Peter didn't quite work in the new system when it came to matching Yuri Lowenthal's uh, voice and his lines to the game. I, you know, I've never heard this happen before because this is, you know, we're entering new territory with the PlayStation 5. So, um, I, you know, I just got to take their word for it in this case. We all got to take their word for it in this case. However, it, I think the problem with me is not just the fact that they did change the look but the look doesn't like i said it doesn't get have the presence um maybe it's a lighting issue because i remember this reminds me of injustice 2 and when they had the new um what was it the new wonder woman uh model for this for the second one it didn't look right because of the actual lighting and I remember Ed Boone talking about that they were going to change the lighting of the character to make her look a little better. And they immediately changed that uh, within before the actual game came out. I think it was like a couple months before the game out game came out. They made some graphical changes to it. So I think it is a matter of if they I think it is a matter of the ray tracing and the lighting, the new lighting that they added onto it. That Because uh, some things are brighter, some things uh, a little bit more saturated. Um, and there's less shadow than the, than the first one too. If you saw the, you know, contrasted comparison videos, I actually, I'm looking at, uh, when I looked at those, I was, I really didn't see too much of a difference between the two other than the lighting and the ray tracing technology. It, it, otherwise it didn't look different to me, like shadowing effects and everything. Actually, I like to, I still like the shadows effects better in the playstation 4 version so it, i don't know it, it's just crazy they hired um you know ben jordan to be the new face and i feel bad for him because it's not his fault they hired him it's more on insomniacs doing than just the kid or whatever the, the model that they use for uh so you know it, it is what it is now with that said um is it enough to convince gamers of the beloved 2018? Um, no, because immediately on all formats of social media, especially, of course, Twitter on top of everything, there's been an overwhelming amount of people who are just upset at this idea of using a new face of Peter Parker. Because when we played the game, and I understand this, when we played the game, we were so immersed in the characters so well. The story was so great. The characters were so great. The look at the characters was so believably great that we decided that we 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 dommed this character to be him. Like it's just it's just unreal. We've never seen this before. Um <laughs> back when you know Arkham the Arkham Knight series or the Arkham series from Batman I don't think we've ever noted we it was never a problem of them changing from PlayStation 3 to the PlayStation 4 with that like Rockstar Games never had this trouble before so this is kind of new territory that they're doing with the new system that they're working with and you know people are upset you know to to Insomniac's credit they are having they went online to explain or just to tell people like we explained all this in there and you will eventually get used to it. I don't know if they will. I don't know if I don't know if we will. In a sense that, yeah, you're telling us that we'll get to it, get used to it. It's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy that you're trying to tell us, you know, you're telling us what we want you which you want us to think. And maybe we will get used to it. Maybe not. Maybe not. And exactly. I mean, like, you can't just say that we will get used to it after a while. Yeah, you're you're supposed to say that because you work for a company and you have to convince us that this is what we want to see. 
and instead of not giving us what we want be based on what you had to do so yeah you you have to tell us that we'll get used to it that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be true <laughs> so um yeah hold that thought for a minute insomniac um and to their credit they were responding to twitter community uh, to the twitter community and try to make them understand but unfortunately it may not be enough as folks have gone out uh, on their way to say that they rather play the original that they love rather than get the new remastered version now the question is will we be able to play the playstation 4 version on the playstation 5 there are some compatibility um features in the playstation 5 that is going to allow us to play playstation 4 games as to what games i'm not sure they're still up in the air for what that is and is it every game and when it comes to spider-man for the playstation 4 will they allow us to play the playstation 4 game or will we have to just play the playstation 4 version on playstation 4 that's going to be very interesting and i will i will dare say if they lock the opera lock the ability to for us to play the playstation 4 game on the playstation 5 even though they're allowing compatibility in that system i'm going to call foul because they're forcing you to buy the new version and maybe we should have the right to choose who which version we want to play and i'm sorry if you got to make it right you got to make it right in this case you have to make it right you know maybe change maybe age that character a little bit more and make him look a little bit more seasoned maybe that's the idea change the lighting of him because you know if it just looks like if you look at it it's just i don't know if it's the ray tracing technology but it's just bright his his face is so bright and it holds no uh, you know dramatic a shadowing and, and, and lighting mixture to it there's no shadowing at all i don't know if this is the finished version i tried to ask them a question myself i didn't get a response unfortunately and um at least not yet and you know and, and it's just what it is so i don't know what to say other than that it's just it's just bad even yuri longthal went on twitter jokingly said that it was uh his face's fault <laughs> the stupid bones in um his face blame the uh, blame the bones nah nobody's gonna blame him nobody's gonna blame him at all he was trying he was jokingly so but i even i think off off you know you know in closed doors off the record he probably likes that version better um be really interesting to see what tom holland thinks of this too because he said he went on to say that he absolutely loved the game he absolutely and truly loved the game so i you know i haven't weighed in and see if he even said anything about it but uh it'd be interesting to see what he thinks but then again i don't think he's going to go against the grain because he does work for sony he is still sony spider-man at best so uh yeah we'll see we'll see how this goes I, I i i tell you what i feel like i want to say i don't want to buy the original version because here's the deal i don't want to buy the remaster from this standpoint like if there i was going to get the ultimate edition of the miles morales version which included that but in hindsight there's no there's not really anything different in the gameplay one you will not have your game saves you know you won't have the ability to have your game saves transferred over so that's one negative well actually that's not to me a an insanely bad negative because i don't mind playing the game over again the game was that good that i would wouldn't i don't mind playing from scratch again and rebuilding everything that i had in here because it was just that much fun it was insanely a lot of fun um but they had three new suits coming based on the uh amazing spider-man series which i wasn't too big of a fan of those suits except for amazing spider-man 2 i thought that was the best suit up until homecoming at this point so they they managed to get that one so you do get with that one but the, the what i call the spalding spider-man suit because the uh that that suit from the original amazing spider-man to me looked like the material that they used for the suit looked like it came from a spalding basketball <laughs> so um yeah but other than that there's nothing really new to it i mean there's some great new frame rates and you can see the frame rate differences in there you can see the lighting i think they need to tone down the lighting just a bit and add on some more shadows and such and you know again this is we still a few like a month away officially a month away this is october 1st we're officially a month away before release so 
they can make some last minute changes to it and additions to it. I, I don't know if it's finished yet. So we'll see. Hopefully that it looks better by the time it gets to that point. But I think right now they need to work on that face. They definitely need to work on that face. Have him look like he graduated college, for God's sake, on that. So um, on more Marvel news, some interesting discoveries that came up. An email popped up recently on my account from Marvel Entertainment and announcing a new line of action figures based on Crystal Dynamics Square Enix game Marvel Avengers. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning this is because the characters that are being released are characters that have not been announced for the game which is kind of an interesting thing and possibly a leak at some at some point or maybe we'll find out later on the toy line includes main avengers characters that we've seen in the game before as well as new faces that we that were not announced in the uh in the game yet including captain marvel which we did kind of know that captain marvel was going to be in this game in some form of fashion because if you play if the the part that i do remember about the story mode that i only play once is that there was a bit of a nod to uh kamala you know fan you know fangirling for captain marvel but it was the female captain captain marvel carol um danvers as opposed to marvell now the toy line version has captain marvel marvell which is the original captain marvel in here then uh, they also have a release for the leader uh, the incredible hawks uh possibly biggest uh antagonist and villain is going to be on here a uh, mach one uh character is going to be available for toy line and a character known as rage which is uh, i believe i've read him uh on sam wilson's captain america comics and he is a street level i think he's a street level hero uh as well he he plays as a professional wrestler a luchador mass wrestler but he also uh is a street level you know superhero reveal i don't know the total case with him because i know he's been in a he's kind of a great character if i'm correct so those are some of the characters that are releasing so it's possible that we may see them in the game so unfortunately people are still having problems with that game they did release on twitter just uh, a few hours ago when i say a few hours i mean like sometime uh within night saying that a new patch was coming in a small patch was coming in for uh people who have lost a lot of progression in the game rather in story mode or anything else i could say I, I at least say this i'm glad at least i got to experience the story with not too many problems or any problems at all but it's just everything else after that that has happened with me everybody every gamer is having some different some form of different problems with the game and it's it, I, I, it's sad I, i'm just hoping that i get to play that storyboard again because i feel like i've wasted a hundred bucks <laughs> getting that game i just i swear to goodness it, what is it worth so uh last bit of news that i have before we move on to our review our final stage review is pokemon sword and shield expansion update if you guys remember i reviewed that last expansion pack and was very disappointed by it uh hopefully this one will answer the question looks like it's going to be a tad bit bigger than it uh was the last time so running down the video pokemon president and ceo uh sune kazu ishihawa came on to uh talk about what would we can expect from the second expansion of sword and shield called the crown tundra this game puts your pokemon trainer to explore a new snow-filled environment full of adventure and new pokemon of course you will come across new characters like peony uh, who will guide you through the new uh den stages and and dungeon stages if you want to call it that where you can come across new and legendary pokemon now one of the things that, I, that did uh, intrigue me about this uh, announcement was the expansion will also allow you to catch every legendary Pokemon ever up who appeared in any of the previous games before. So I thought that was awesome because there are some games that I never there are some Pokemon games that I didn't get a chance to play or I never had the desire to play, but had some really interesting legendary Pokemon in there. So now they're just putting them all in one swoop and you're going to have the chance to catch them all. 
So I thought that was pretty cool. That's a pretty cool addition there. The new Dynamics Adventures awaits in the caves as well. You'll be able to catch a bunch of Dynamics caves and some new raids that you'll be able to do with multiplayer and online functions as well. So that is awesome. In addition to the Crown Tundra story, there is also yet another story that will focus on a new tournament called the Galarian Star Tournament. This sparked my mind because as i always talk about in these episodes i love tournaments i love the storyline aspects of tournaments and here we go we got another tournament here this tournament will allow you to create your dream team to compete in a in some epic battles you will be able to pick a partner uh that you can use to team up with you and compete it as you fight your way through the top declaring your team as the top in the league the Crown Tundra expansion will be released on the 22nd of this month. On November 6th, Pokemon Sword and Shield will release a bundle version, which include both expansion packs as well for those who have not yet jumped on the game. Uh, I wonder if that means that also they're going to give it a lesser price or a little bit more. That's going to be interesting because um, they, they didn't release prices on it yet. So to celebrate the release of Crown Tundra, there will be a release uh a few releases of Ash's Pikachu, which you can acquire with a password, which will be shared in the coming days. Uh, they did actually give you the first password in the video. And if you haven't, go out and check out the video. But it pretty much is just says Pikachu get. But replace the I with a uh, number one. So you can go out of your way to get it there but all of that information is on the on youtube right now on the on a nintendo page so go out of your way to check it out if you have the game uh ishihara also uh made an announcement that a crossplay feature between pokemon home pokemon go and pokemon sword of shield will be coming soon which will allow you to do a lot of cross playing in the game and switching and and using pokemon from your sword and shield game for home and from home to pokemon go pokemon go will also be releasing an opportunity for you to get a brand new pokemon uh ex exclusively on the pokemon go that you will be able to use in sword and shield and it has Dyn uh, dynamax capabilities too so uh that is actually pretty damn cool i like what they did with there so this expansion pack right now looks like it's going to be eons better than the last one which was kind of like a prologue or a tease and didn't have enough it reminded me of the recent um dragon ball kakarot dlc expansion which didn't do anything it was so underwhelming and uh hopefully this one will be much better than the original one because uh, I, was, I was so disappointed in that so there you have it folks that is all I have for this segment I'm going to take a break come back and have our final stage review of Supergiant Games new latest and possibly best game to date Hades uh, we're going to talk about it all right after this ladies and gentlemen this is Dak Xavier Josiah the host of ACMG presents Talk Time Live the podcast you want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime comics movies and games such as this is Miley Flanagan the voice of Naruto this is Stephanie Shea the voice of Sailor Moon this is Ruben Langdon voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry hey there this is Kyle Hebert the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter 5 this is Chris Battle character designer of Teen Titans Go here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our final stage review, and it is my review of Hades, the latest and possibly best game from the makers of Bastion and Transistor. Uh, Supergiant Games may have put together their best game to date with Hades here. I 
absolutely enjoyed. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. Enjoying. It is virtually, virtually ongoing <laughs> the way that they have it. And it's just every single time you start the game over again, it's like you're playing a whole new game or you're playing a continuation of the game. It's very episodic in a sense. Um, just they did such a great job with this. And we're going to just narrow down to everything that is going with this game and why you may want to invest in this game absolutely and if you play bastion if you played transistor you will love this they have some of the same elements but they happen to have some refreshing features to this that that kind of contrast itself from the rest of the uh games that they've made prior to um this new dungeon uh crawling uh, action game it comes with a knockout narrative and now if you know super giant games they're known for their narratives and in in the narration a lot bastion and transistor had a narrator kind of just talking them through whereas this one is slightly different this involves multiple characters um that you come to love and get to know throughout the game's progression and you know it's it's not him it's not a narrator above you know talking above a disembodied uh, voice that you hear this is actually the main character and the characters that are creating dialogue within each other uh an incredible narrative in this game absolutely love it super giants created this their most robust and ambitious title to date with a new way to play with some engaging and likable characters that span from not only the underworld but all the way up to Mount Olympus. So basically, the story of this is that you are the son of Hades named uh, Zagreus, and this guy is just so hell-bent and determined to travel to Mount Olympus to seek the truth about his mother and rather to find out if she's even still alive and why is she not in, in, with them in the underworld and stuff like that. You know, Hades is keeping a lot of secrets from him and keeping him from finding out a lot of things. To do so... He has to travel to multiple deadly levels that is clandestine to stop him from reaching his father's rivaling uh, family, who just happens to be the gods of Olympus, which includes Zeus himself, Hermes, Poseidon, Aphrodite, Artemis, Ares, and many, many more. Now, for me personally, I love games involving Greek mythology, and it might have to do with not only just my love for God of War, but my, God, my love for God of War traces back to when I went to school and studied art history art history you have to you have to study greco-roman art and you also in doing so you have to learn about greek mythology from there and this is the first time i learned that my perspective and depictions uh or should i say my misconceptions of zeus was totally wrong from what from what i learned from uh disney <laughs> Disney always had, you know, from Hercules, Disney always had Zeus as this beloved character, you know, father figure and whatnot, and, you know, powerful dude, which he is. But in actual Greek mythology, Zeus is a D bag. He is a total evil dude. He's a very vengeful guy. And I love that God of War depicted that actual correct type of mythology that we have now learned known to love uh from it we were i think a lot of people learned a lot from playing god of war about the real events that was written about the um the greek gods and this also is playing a little bit on that as well but giving their own depiction of their own universe take on it as well uh as he continues on his way to the top he is aided by the gods who provides him with the power to get through major threats like the fury sisters uh Atarius, and the dreaded hydra and many many more for some reason the gods of olympus are aiding him to try to get him to reach the top uh as well as some some of the figures the characters in the underworld that is also trying to get him too they some a lot of these people are trying to help him find the truth that hades is trying to keep him from and what happens is he's the the, the biggest thing about this thing is that he keeps going and there's a lot of inspiring things that you could take from this because this game is pure and simple about survival and perseverance you you will be lose you will lose a lot but in losing that's where the fun comes in because you keep coming back stronger than ever and let's talk about the gameplay with this the, like i said the theme of this game is never giving up it is designed for you to primarily do one thing consistently and that is die yet each time you die, you will return to Hades uh, Lair, uh, who will, and 
into you were to actually return not only Hades uh, lair, but you also return to Hades, who will mock you for your failures every single time. <laughs> However, Zagreus does not give up at all uh, because he's immortal. He can always come back to life. He resurrects all the time, so it's just like another day for him. However. Hades, uh, the game, provides you with a god mode feature from the very beginning, which is uh, designed to allow you to play and enjoy the game, uh, game's fantastic story and narrative. The god mode, you come back to life even stronger than before, whereas I think you, if you take the god mode off, you just start from the get-go. You just, it, it's more of a challenge because you don't come back stronger, you come back with the same level or whatnot. Each time that you come back with god mode, it's harder to kill you. It's harder to defeat you. You come back even more, you know, with with more elements that makes you even a more powerful. I guess is he a god or is he a demigod? I, I that's the part I didn't. Know. He's more of a god because he's the son of Hades. So uh, I guess a demigod would be somebody who is was Hercules, who is you know has a human child, a human father or mother, and a god for a son or father or whatever. Um, but if like I said. Um, with God Mode, it, it just makes it even more fun because you get to enjoy the story even more. If you played their previous games, you will feel very comfortable with Hades. Uh, but unlike Bastion and Translator, uh, Hades provide a nuance to the gate to its gameplay. Uh, here, Zagreus is gifted with a variety of weapons known as the Infernal Arms to help you in the path to stop. You know, to, um, to uh, let me rephrase that. It actually uh, helps you with the infernal arms to help you in your path to the top, I should say, um, which includes the godlike spear, sword, shield, bow, arrow, gauntlets, and a gun weapon, which all of them do evolve into more powerful weapons as you gradually continue to progress through the game multiple times. Uh, you know, apparently dying because every time you 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 are defeated and you die. But it's never in vain because you always gain something more each time around. You learn it's 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 kind of um, it's kind of this game is an analogy is is a actual analogy in itself. It's like each time you come back from a failure, you come back with something that you learned or you something that makes you stronger. And that's what I love about certain games, because certain games do teach you or help you understand. And this is the game philosophy is that you never give up. And I do love this aspect about this game. But unlike Bastion and Trans uh, Transistor, uh, Hades provide uh, a lot, a lot more to this. I mean, as far as character development, as far as, um, you know, just storyline, it's just so much more. Uh, and I love those two. But this just gives so much better here. Uh, you just in addition to all this though the gods will provide you with extra incentives to give you the power boost that you would need to get by each floor that you dominate will reward you with items that you get to use to establish yourself your health even the halls of hades uh that you always return to when you die which is interesting thing this is this creates even more replay value because it's not just like you're going back and forth just you know full of redundant you know redundancies you do something different every time you gain more uh currencies you, you use it to decorate the place you use it to power make yourself more powerful uh you know there's just so many other elements here it's just so cool you also come across this item which is basically a nectar uh which is a very popular item in both the uh, both mount olympus and the underworld that you have the opportunity and the option to give to characters in the game and the characters in the game in return will give you keepsakes that will provide extra abilities for you uh, or in extra uh, attributes, I should say, uh, to give you the advantage uh, in your next run. So when uh, defeating a boss character, you will also have the opportunity to rejuvenate and switch keepsake items. However, once you pick a new keepsake item, you will not be able to pick that previous item again until they, you start the game over or you resurrect. So uh, they do have a lot of good challenging handicaps within the game, which I love. And it keeps the game fresh every single time. It's, I, I, I've played, I think I went through this game 20 times. And you there, once you start decorating your room and everything, there are some things that you know allow you to unlock certain other aspects uh, and data in the game. Uh, in particular, there's one item, which is like a bathing type of thing. And it actually allows you to look at how many times you 
you made uh, an attempt to make it to the top and how many people how many enemies you've defeated along the way so i from as of right now I've, I've made 20 different attempts um as far as godhood mode i'm at 60 and i'm at 60 percent godhood mode I, i'm thinking once i hit 100 i am just going to be able to i'm going to be unstoppable <laughs> getting through that part but every time you go through you only gain two more percent of god mode so they want you to try and make it to the top and each time is something different sometimes you get farther sometimes you don't and depending on which weapon you use your weapon really do determine how far you get and how you use that weapon also determines how far you get as well so it's a lot of great handicaps in here that allows you to become a refreshed challenge and each weapon that you choose you feel like you're playing a different game each time around so uh it's awesome it's just so awesome here um you, it, once you pick um a new time you uh basically you will not even be able to use oh i actually said this already i'm sorry um there's also chances that you uh can enter a merchant store where you can buy items pending on uh the money that you earn throughout the game's run so there's some stages and rooms that you go on through within the levels that will have currency that you can earn once you beat it and then as you gradually grow on there are ways that you can get more money as well and use that money for the merchant store to gain items and sometimes the items that you have you won't have enough for but it's all right you don't care you just keep going in the game you just it's just such a great survival game here <laughs> so the presentation let's talk about that not since god of war have I been so immersed in the Greek world of Greek mythology? Um, the characters in here all share equal attributes in here and just makes it appealing. I, I really like each character. I love each character and I love each the, the character and art style of the game. Great voice acting, as always. Art style and character design, along with an astounding level design, makes this game to me an award winner like i i would be surprised hopefully that we're having the game awards or something a year-end awards or whatever like that this game has to be a contender for me um and as far as especially as far as indie games is concerned uh, i've played some really great indie games this year and i think between this and cat quest or cat quest 2 are the only ones that really stand out to me right now uh as far as indie games is concerned so um I, right now I, I really enjoy what they have here and oh and and shanti as well i would give shanti a bit of a nod but the uh this as far as rpg element games this and cat quest provides such deep 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 and in-depth gameplay value in there um because they're rpg action rpg games so they will apparently provide a lot but shanti as well has also done some really great things as too uh, but that could probably be for a side-scrolling game as opposed to these games like, like overall i think if i'm talking total game experience with indie games and and, and deeply immersed those two to me are ones stand atop but i think hades may be the one that actually gets the absolute nod because of what they're doing and how they did this is basically if you played dead cells i think they did i think they uh, uh, successfully did to, for me what uh dead cells was doing for other gamers but i think they did it better in terms of you know the resurrection thing and um you know the feature and the fact that you come back with a different game because i think the one thing i didn't like about dead cells is that yeah you come back and you come back stronger but you couldn't keep a lot of the items that you had before whereas here you can keep a lot of the weapons that you gain and the, and the weapons that you gain become even better you have a and i don't know if they played dead cells and look like we want to do this but not that and I think that they successfully did with uh, here for me what Dead Cells has done for uh, for most gamers in that aspect. So um, yeah, I, I just really love it. Some uh, some games feel repetitive and redundant playing through the stages over and over again. Not Hades. Hades manages to actually make the experience different every single time with uh tons of different you know dialogue going on and the dialogue doesn't it's, it's short it's it's i wouldn't say it's short and sweet but it's subtle uh they it's not overbearing it doesn't feel you know like it's just tiring you out it's just some quick conversations with certain things to pass the story and keep the story going 
Uh, the pacing is really well done as far as the storytelling and narrative in here. So I, I, it just it really is so awesome. It, it's so awesome. They did a great job with this. Um, the boss battles are really great, too. Yeah, just every time, every single time. It's just so awesome. Uh, all designed to connect and continue to the storyline in the game, too. It's, I, I really appreciate it. This game managed to accomplish something that I think many are having problems with the likes of more budget clamoring games like Marvel Avengers, which right now, not only did they have a larger budget to work with, but they lack the one thing that this game has, and that's replay value. Like, I played through those mission modes so much, I'm bored with them. There's nothing new. It's the same thing over and over again. Whereas you play these games over and over again, there's always different dialogue. There's different things to say. There's different conversations going on as you're going into the same areas. So it doesn't feel like you're going through the same type of game experience again. And that needs to be, rep that needs to be commended immensely that these, this company who probably does not have the budget that a square enix or a crystal dynamics have but has the clear creative mindset to do something that keeps you in the game like i will play this so many more times and enjoy it much more than i will marvel avengers because if i play through the series again i'm not playing the same experience as i did before you know i playing a totally different game or at least game experience because it's like I, I, how can i say this it feels like you wake up in the morning you walk around the street you walk to the store you walk to a different store you walk to a different place but you have different conversations with people you see different people every day a different experience happens that's what hades makes me feel like that each time i go through the halls of hades and start over again that it's a whole nother day and something different is going to happen during that day and I went through this game 20 times, 20 over, a little over 20 times already. And each time has been a different day. Whereas Marvel Avengers going through the mission mode stages makes it feel like Groundhog's Day. And you get tired of Groundhog's Day and you want a new day to happen. You want something new and refreshing to happen. This game gives it to you a lot better than a big budget game like that. So that, I mean, just think about from that perspective and that, and that you know, example that I made. Um, like seriously, once you play the game, it is extremely hard to put down. I found myself traveling deeper and deeper down a hellacious rabbit hole. Uh, the more I played this game, just wanting to reach the top and finding out all these secrets that you're uncovering and unraveling. So folks, overall, this is, like I said, this is a game about survival and perseverance in the best way through the worst of the underworld. Hades is by far Supergiant's best title to date. If you think you will, uh, you will play another narrative heavy title like this uh, that you respect from Supergiant, you are in for a huge surprise and treat. Hades gives the epic impact you expect from Giant Supergiant with a new kick that uh it's just gonna want you wanting more man just it's absolutely phenomenal this game indeed is a must have for fans of action-packed dungeon dwelling games uh but also for fans who have not jumped on this as well like you know it's a, it's a funny thing too um the company there's a company called chair chair created the legendary mobile game infinity blade infinity blade was supposed to come out with a dungeon version that was very similar to this way back and unfortunately it never came to fruition because i believe they lost the budget to do this game and i it was really sad because i love the infinity blade games i love what they did with it and but for some reason they just couldn't follow and carry on and i wish that company would come back but this game had some of the play the the feel of what they were going to attempt to do with that game i i was so looking forward to playing anything infinity blade back then uh so unfortunately now we have uh, well fortunately for us we now have this and this is not only a great indie game but this is a great game ha uh that has a means to be a award contender for sure that is bar none and it's because of that that the grade that i give is an a plus and it's been a minute since i've gave an a plus to a game before but this absolutely deserves it folks that will do it for this edition of select start i hope you guys enjoyed it huge announcement this week on talk time live i have the pleasure of having on the show for the first time jeffrey 
the Chamba Cruz. He is the artist from Udon Entertainment. If you guys remember, if you've been listening for quite some time, I had the pleasure of hosting a panel for the art of Street Fighter in 2019 for Keystone Comic Con. And he was my guest along with uh, the the founder of Udon Entertainment, Long Vo. Both of these guys were I am huge fans of and I've uh, been keeping in touch with them uh, a lot since and I just decided that like it's far time for me to uh, reacquaint myself with uh, Jeff again and you know I talk to him every so often on on Instagram but um, I contacted him and said like dude it's been a minute you know let you know it's this this corona thing this you know COVID thing let's let's do it let's hook up so yeah he's going to be on the show indefinite we uh talked uh earlier on on uh skype and uh everything seems to be a go this will be a video and audio interview uh as well so stay tuned for that and much much more um of course we will have a show on sunday as well i don't know what the hell i'm going to talk about this sunday in terms of uh talk topics or whatever like that it's just been crazy it's just been really crazy uh because you know with the fact of covid there's not too much going on movies have not been as recent as well but we'll we'll come up with something but there's always news going on in, our, in the world of our favorite fandom so definitely stay tuned for that but definitely jeffrey the chamba cruise Udon Entertainment Elite. <laughs> um, these are, if you know who Udon Entertainment is, the, these are the artists that create virtually all of the Capcom artwork that you see or the the character designs that you see in all of the Capcom games and their comic series and everything. So we're going to talk to Jeff to uh, talk about what he's been up to since the last time we spoke and saw each other and when he was here in Philadelphia. So uh, stay tuned for that. That should be a great thing. And all, you know, aspiring artists out there, definitely uh, check, it, check it out. He's a great dude if you don't know him already. So folks, uh, again, Thank you for checking us out. Please go to TalkTimeLive.com to check out not only that upcoming interview, but all of the interviews that we have on TalkTime Live. You can check it out on TalkTimeLive.com. You can go to the exclusives page or, or click on the TalkTime Live exclusives tab, or you could go directly and type TalkTimeLive.com for, forward slash exclusive there. You can also subscribe and download to this and all of our interviews and all of our exclusives on Spotify iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, and Amazon Music as well. As well as podcasts, I can, uh, Pocket Cast, I can never forget that as well. We are just anywhere and everywhere you want to be providing the best in all things anime, comics, movies, and games. And with that said, folks, that will do it for me. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here, folks. Keep safe, mask up, and please register and get ready to vote this election season because we need it so badly. Take care. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.